Don't turn it off now. You need this stuff. Tampa Bay's Tantalk Radio Network. Hey listeners, this is Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars. We all love to eat. Well, I would like to tell you about my friends at the Rib Shack Barbecue on West Bay Drive in downtown Largo. Their menu offers family-sized takeout dinners like delicious ribs, chicken, beef, and pork, or sit-down barbecue dinners, sandwiches, and even desserts. They will also cater your party. Everything is barbecued fresh using real oak for that great smoky flavor. So visit my friends, Corey, Jed, and Kirk at the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 600 West Bay Drive, or call them for a takeout order at 727-501-9090. That's 727-501-9090. They truly have the best smoking barbecue in town. Oh, and be sure and check out their great barbecue sauce. That's the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 727-501-9090. I'm telling Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Car sent you. This is Robert from Nostalgic Video and Cars, here to tell you about Bellador's Pizza and Pasta, where the food is fresh, the sauce homemade, and the price is fantastic. They offer Chicago-style stuffed crust pizza, New York-style pizza, calzones, strombolis, pasta entrees, beer wine, and great desserts. They even make their bread fresh daily. Hey, they offer catering, and any order over 10 bucks, free delivery. So give them a call at 727-581-5000. Place your order now. They're located at 131 Clearwater Lager Road near downtown Largo. Or visit their website, belladorspizza.com. See, son, old legends never die. They just lose weight. Like a legend and an out-of-work bum look a lot alike, Daddy. <laughs> Bandit, me and my son are here. <laughs> oh, I love your suits. It must be a bitch getting a size 68 extra fat and a 12 dwarf. I came to make a deal. Uh, what's he get if he wins this truck rodeo thing? Yeah, $5,000, Chicken sh- money. Just what the hell you want, you? You to get out of this dumbass rodeo and accept a real challenge. Now get the Texarkana and back in 28 hours. That's no problem. It ain't never been done before, hot. Watch your language, little lady. The problem is that Coors beer, you take that east of Texas and that's, uh, that's bootlegging. You know, I believe you're just a little bit scared. That's great psychology. Why don't you just say something bad about my mother? Your mama is so ugly. Look, you make this run for me. Now, these Peterbilts here are worth $80,000. That comes to about three grand an hour if you make it 28 hours. How about that for a challenge? Dad, I don't believe that that's necessary. Never mind. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Why do you want that beer so bad? Because he's thirsty, dummy. See, I got a boy running tomorrow in the Southern Classic, and uh, when he wins, I want to celebrate in style. How much style? Well, I got a few friends and me, uh, 400 cases. Well? Well, let me see your cash. Big Enos's word is gold. All right, show him the cash. Go ahead, little. Well, I see there's, uh, 400 cases of beer. I'll need the cash for that. No problem. Go ahead, boy. New car. I gotta have a new car to block for the truck, you know? Okay, go ahead, boy. I'd like to kick his ass just once. Speedy car. Speedier than that. Breaker, breaker to the bandit. Come on back, breaker. Bandit, I got a smoking report for you. Come on. Well, talk to me, good buddy. You got trouble coming. Well, what's your handle, son? And uh, what's your twenty? My handle is Smokey Bear, and I'm tail-grabbing your ass right now. 
nobody. Nobody makes Sheriff Buford T. Justice look like a possum's becker. Except for that... Yes. What we're dealing with here is a complete lack of respect for the law. This is Sheriff Buford T. Justice. I'm in pursuit of a black trans -ant. He's all mine, so stay out of the way. Set the way back machine. Yes, sir, Mr. Peabody. Woo! This is Richard Rawlings from Gas Monkey Garage, and you're listening to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. So get you some of that. Okay, listeners, welcome. You're tuned in to Nostalgic Radio and Cars, and I'm your show host, Robert. Run your computers and Google Tantalk1340.com, and you can see us live. Here in the studio, and we have a guest with us this evening. Bobby, how are we doing so far? How are you doing this evening? We are doing fine. How about you? Very good. Uh, very good. Why don't you tell everybody what we did this week? Real quick. Oh, wow. The big Oh, the Periscope. The Periscope. Yeah, tell the them Periscope. how to find it. Well, they need to find us. They need to follow us on Periscope at NRC On Air. At NRC On Air is our Periscope handle, and you will see some great videos that you guys are going to share a little bit later here. One of those being at our special guest's shop. This past weekend, yeah. Make sure you check out our website, GolfstreamMotorsports.com. Don't forget to go to our podcast, Nostalgic Radio and Cars, if you've missed any of our past shows. Like us on Facebook, Nostalgic Radio and Cars, Gulfstream Motorsports. And now it's time to introduce our special guests of the evening. Now, let me set this up for you guys, okay? This past Saturday at Reasonport Motor Cars, they had a Cars and Coffee. And uh, we go to a lot of Cars and Coffees. There's a number of those that take place uh, around the area. And I ran into a friend of mine by the name of Steve. Steve has a really nice, shiny 2005, 2000, yeah, 2004, 2005 Corvette, last of the C5s. And uh, somehow one thing led to another, and we started talking about uh, car shows and, you know, cars looking pretty and shiny and all that other good stuff. And uh, he, so he's, he's, he's bragging about how shiny and how pretty his car is and, and the process that he went through to do that. I didn't quite follow it all together, right? So he says, well, you know what? Here, let me show you what I have. So he brings out this special product. It's a really cool little product. And he brings out this special rag, special, I shouldn't say rag, towel, okay, with a special little finish on the one side. And he says, you know, I wish there was a car around here that we could kind of demo this thing on. And I said, okay, well, we do. We have a Mustang over here you can check out. So he walks over there, and he goes to the rear quarter panel of the car, and he sprays this stuff on there. And um, well, the first thing he did, he actually took a little plastic bag and said, here, feel the car. Feel the, the texture on the paint. And it was kind of gritty a little bit, right? So then what I did is... Uh, I had Bobby do it, and we were both kind of like, wow, yeah, that's great. Well, you can't see that, okay? So then he says, here, watch this. And he takes this magic formula, and he sprays it across the back part of the quarter panel, right? And then he gets a special towel out, right, with a special uh, texture on the one side. And he rubs it back and forth very, very methodically, right? And he takes another microfiber cloth, and he kind of wipes it dry. And he says, here, check this out. And it was like mere finish. And I was so impressed. I go, wow, that's really cool. He says, yeah, you ever heard of uh, Garage One? And I go... Yeah, I have. Don't they do a, like a car show thing or something like that? He says, yeah, but they're also the manufacturers of this particular product. And he says, as a matter of fact, they have a Cars and Coffee taking place right now, right after Reeves Import Motor Cars is Cars and Coffee. And I thought, wow, that's pretty cool. He says, I'm heading over there. I said, you know what? We're going to follow you. So I'm delighted to welcome to the show this evening, because I was very much impressed with the product, very much impressed with their whole operation, Gene Teston, co-founder of Garage One and his special, his special magic formula. Speedwax. So, Gene, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you. I appreciate being here. Well, excellent. Now, give us a little background on uh, on your product. I really, truly, honestly, I mean, I'm not easily impressed, but I was impressed. I uh, appreciate that. And, yes, when you came to our show 
And uh, I needed a car to do a demo on. I did have to use that Mustang. It again, worked out. So it worked out good. But uh, just to give you a little background, I'm a car enthusiast, mm-hmm. always have been. Uh, ever since I've been a, a small child, I love the cars of the 60s, the TV shows. We talked about it a little earlier. I Dream a Genie with the GTOs and yep. the monkey mobiles and the Hot Wheel cars. So I've always been a car enthusiast, and I always take pride in my ride. I want it to shine. I want it to look great. And it used to be a tradition as a teenager, spend hours waxing your car. And you fast forward to today as an adult, and just not that many years ago, same thing, spending hours waxing your car. There has to be a faster and easier way. So um, a great friend of mine, Andrew Castillo, and I were talking. We have these wonderful cars. We're spending hours working on them. We decide to go ahead and hire a chemist, do some research. Let's get five-year-old and newer technology. What that led to was polymers, Teflons, and synthetic carnubas. Make a long story short, we worked on it, seven different formulas. We came up with speed wax. It's the greatest wax in the world, fast and easy, spray and wipe, and you've got the carnuba polymer, UV blockers, and the Teflon in it. So it's all you need. We then later realized that a lot of people are claying cars to get overspray, uh, to get contaminants out of, the, out of the cars, but it takes forever to use that little clay bar. You have to be very careful with it. So we put our minds together and came up with a Teflon applicator pad that complements the speed wax. And that's what you experienced that day. So you experienced being able to clay, buff, wax, and polish in just seconds. And I know we're talking about it. Seeing is believing, and it's just, it's just the fastest thing. And I get thrilled every time we do a demo. <laughs> on the products and and we do that every time at our cars and coffee we have a pretty exciting car show i think i think it was uh, pretty impressive you had a good selection of cars probably about 35 cars 40 cars there maybe well, or something i think like. there were about 60 60 cars yeah. okay well yeah there was some coming and going yep. yeah but you had a good yeah. turn because the whole parking lot and it's then loaded. some was loaded exactly now getting back to your product i will have to tell you that when steve demoed the product you know and this is one of your customers this right. wasn't and he's not a paid customer he's just somebody i just happen to know but the applicator, which is what we were talking about before, with the is it got kind of like a clay texture to the it's back? A, it's a polymerized clay and a pol- and Teflon bonded to the surface. So it's okay. a Teflon and clay s- surface. Okay, well that and that and your your magic formula did such an amazing job. I mean, it's one thing when you go to a show and people sh- demonstrate something, and they tend to find a nice car with a nice right. surface, and then yeah, it's kind of misleading. But I will tell you, our car was gritty. And he did it, and it feels like a mirror. Right. And then you're also telling me that if you do this on a repetitive basis, that it gets better each time. Exactly. What we found, and um, and your car was a perfect one, and that's what we do look for when we do the demos, are cars that need a little help. Mm-hmm. You know, But if you do it on a regular basis, it gets smoother and silkier. We never want it to be an effort. You literally can go around an entire car in 10 or 15 minutes. If you're slow, we'll say 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. You go around the entire car. And you basically have buffed and waxed the car and polished it. Now, now take us through the process. So let's just say, like, our car has a decent paint job on it. It's a very presentable car. Base right. coat, clear coat, 2005 Mustang GT. All right, so, and it's just a little it's weathered. A little, Is that the right yeah, word? We'll call it a little rough. Uh, if you run your hand across it, you'll feel a little bit of a sandpaper finish. Yeah. There's well, a lot of cars out there. What that, causes that? That's contaminants. It's fallout okay. from the sky. It's acid rain. It's just competitive, you know, getting wet. Uh, fallout from the trees mm-hmm. and just contaminants that are in the air can can do that. So it's a normal procedure. It's a normal 
it normally happens to cars. In okay. fact, what happens, it creeps up on people. They'll wash their car on a regular basis, but because traditional waxing takes so long, people mm-hmm. don't wax their car. So I'm guilty. Okay, so you can have a car that's washed, and it's clean, and it looks pretty good, and you go to touch it, and it feels a little sandpapery or, or like a shark skin finish, which was your car. Mm-hmm. It felt like that, but it still had a shine to it. Mm-hmm. But, of course, it has a much better shine now. Much better shine and a much but, smoother feel. So what happens? This happens. Um, people either don't want to take the time to spend hours waxing their car or hiring a detailer that they're not sure of the results. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, we, and, of course, our products are safe. Everything's done by hand. Mm-hmm. So the, pr- the process is you would wash the car first. Okay. And you could wash it with our excellent pro gold soap that okay. we have. We'll get into all that at the right time. But you're going to have a, a clean car to start with, about 90% dry. doesn't okay. have to be 100% dry. Then you're going to spray the area. And we always, all of our products are where you can reach. So if, you, if you're a basketball player, you can do the whole hood at one time. Okay. But you just go where you can reach, spray the, spray the surface of the car, Spray the Teflon applicator pad or PolyTeff applicator pad, and you gently just run it across the surface. You can do circles and a cross hatch, plus forward, back, sideways, and you you will literally feel it break loose and it's sliding, it's gliding. Once you've done that, you'll take a microfiber towel, buff it dry, and if you need to do two towels because a towel can get saturated, mm-hmm. use two towels. But just about as quickly as I'm saying it is what you would do. I, I yeah, could do, that's true. my arms aren't that long. I can do a half a hood mm-hmm. and probably the time I was just talking. And, now, and, and once you buff it dry, you go on to another panel of the car. Okay. Uh, and now you were also mentioning that the, the, the product that they're made here in the United States. Yes. Yes. Everything, everything we make, by the way, we are the micro brew of car care products. We make everything that we sell at garageonepro.com. You can I, always check it out. I like that because when but, you say microbrewery, because it's like a, it's a specialty, it's like a, a, a boutique product. Exactly, exactly. And I know you're going to ask me why is our, our products, how yeah, do they compare up to other products? Okay, so. you know what? And, and ordinarily I would almost play devil's advocate, but I was so impressed I can't. So tell us about <laughs> tell us about your other products. We've got a few minutes left, so well, let's just go into that. Okay, I was gonna I was gonna compare it to other waxes on the market first. I was gonna tell you why ours stands out. Okay, go ahead. Okay, all right. Well, <sighs> most of the other products on the on the market will have a uh, perfumed water mm-hmm. and a and a small amount of polymer in it. That's mm-hmm. gonna be just your spray products. Of course, ours has the polymer. It has a carnauba. It has a Teflon and a UV blocker, and we have over three times the active ingredients of the competitive products. So on paper, it really outperforms it. But everyone who gets their hands on it and actually uses it can just tell the difference. Okay. So it outlasts. It outlasts. Now, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was going to say no, no, that's good. And now, tell us about some of the other products that you have. Sure, sure. Our some tire tire ahead. gel is another one that's great. You know, we'll talk about the outside of the car. You've got the. Uh, the tire gel, which is a homogenized polymer, it's a water-based, so it integrates with a wet tire. You can you can wash your car, rinse your car, and you can start applying the tire gel. The water beads that are on the rubber of the tire will integrate with the product. We have a sponge applicator pad uh, that we uh, put with, a, with the tire gel, and it, it dries in 5 to 10 minutes, and it's dry to the touch, doesn't attract sand, and it also has a UV blocker in it. So that's an awesome product. Excellent. Kind of going backwards, but we mentioned the Pro Gold Soap. Okay. Enriched with the Carnuba. Just washing your car and rinsing it with our Pro Gold Soap will put a shine on the car. Our whole theory is every product that we have enhances the car. There's no, no, no product that you're using will ever take you backwards. We're not, stripping, we're not stripping the wax surface off. We're always enhancing it. We also have a wheel cleaner. Works on the alkaline-based 
uh, cleaner, and it's safe on all wheels, even polished aluminum. It will not dull them. Mm-hmm. And, and safe for you, every product safe for you, safe for the environment. Water-based, biodegradable. Pro-polish is, is speed wax on the steroids. The, the speed wax, uh, of course, the pro-polish has the um, high-tech aluminum oxide in it and can eliminate uh, light scratches and swirls and enhance your paint. Mm-hmm. But um, we're saying all this, and let's go right. We're going to circle back around. The Speedwax was our first product. That's our flagship, the one we were talking about with the Teflon pad. Mm-hmm. That's our flagship product, and that's that's the one that um, everybody comes in and, and wants. Now, you also gave us a sample of, you had a metal product? I do have a metal polish. And now what's yes. that for? Is it? That's for uh, aluminum, stainless okay. steel, or chrome wheels. Now, again. Uh, that's different than the other one you were talking about? Yes, it is. Okay. It is. This one is strictly for metal. And. Um, you have to be careful because if you have a late model cars will have a coating over the metal, like your Mustang has mm-hmm. a coating on the aluminum. You can't use it on. You're not going to get to the metal. Okay. But when you have uh, aluminum wheels, aluminum wheels are probably the best use of this product. They will actually get milky and oxidize over a period of time. So our product stays lubricious. It stays looser longer, and it, it actually gives you great results. We have three different Jewelers Rouge in that blend. Interesting. And um, again, people that use it love it. Our um, our customers are will always tell tell you that uh, our products exceeded their expectations. Okay. Now, one more product that you had that you showed us, and that was because you know, like a lot of these cars have the kind of like that little semi rubbery trim on the outside of the car, and then let's say like the mirrors. So tell us about that product. That's called a Trim Restore. Okay. And what that is is a product that takes care of the black or the gray trims on late model vehicles. In fact, we had a lot of Jeeps show up at our show this mm-hmm. past uh, weekend, and the Jeep crew loves that product because of the black fender flares and some of the black trims. And on those vehicles, they fade rather quickly. Uh, the Trim Restore is also it's a special formulation. It does not run off, and in some cases, it can last well over a year on the surface once, it, once it, it's on there. That's pretty impressive. Now, you also have an interior, something for the leather? Absolutely. We have a leather conditioner. Uh, it's made with lanolin and minks. Minks oil, okay, and it is just supple to the to the leather and treats it very well. Has a great leather scent to it. We also have an interior cleaner that's safe on everything. It will not pull the dyes off of the uh, leather. You can clean uh, your dash. You can clean the carpets. You can pick up uh, coffee stains or stains that may get on the headliner. Mm-hmm. And so we have a, a beautiful cleaner. We also have a vinyl conditioner for the dashboards or the door panels so Mm -hmm. we have everything for the inside of the car or the outside of the car excellent now if people want to find out more about your products jen where do they go the best place to go is to our website garage1pro.com and you'll find everything on there Uh, there's testimonials there are uh, of course the store uh, videos and uh, and of course our phone number's there and i'm always available to to help people one-on-one why don't you read out the phone number you gotta know that by heart right (laughs) <laughs> let me let me take a look at it. Uh, yes, we do have a phone number that's eight one three three nine one three six five three. We also have an eight hundred number that I don't know by heart that might be on there, but uh, the eight one three number is the one that I said. There it is. Is that it right there? Yes, that's it. Okay, eight seven seven three nine six as in three ninety six eighty eight ninety five. There you go. Yeah. Now, Gene, you do a cars and coffee. Every first Saturday of the month. Tell us about that real yep. quick because we've got a minute or two it's left. It's called the Rise and Shine. Wonder, the, wonder I like why that. it's called that. The Rise and Shine Cars and Coffee at the Garage One Pro Shop at 5136 West Idlewild Avenue in Tampa. That's our shop. It's basically like an open house. All cars are welcome. Actually, all cars, trucks, Jeeps, motorcycles are welcome. Majority of the time we do get cars. 
Uh, doesn't matter what make or model. If you take pride in your ride, bring it on. If you just want to come out and see these great cars, just come on out there and bring it on. We do a demonstration in the middle of the show where we'll do any of the Garage One products and show you a show a how how to do the products. We also take people one-on-one if they have an issue, and we'll, sh- we'll uh, demonstrate a product for them. And you can have any of our products demonstrated if you come to our shop and see if it's giving you the results that you want. We have live music, door prizes, and a $50 cash giveaway at the end of the show. It's from 8 in the morning till 11. Works out. Free coffee and donuts, too. Free co- yeah, he did. Free <laughs> coffee and donuts. Well, Gene, I want to thank you very much for taking a few minutes and hanging out with us here at Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Thank you so much. And, Appreciate uh, it. You're, you're such a cool dude, and you got such a great product, and you got such a nice event. We're going to have to make you a regular guest on our I show. can't wait to come back. Super. Thank you. Thank you very much. Bobby, what do we got uh, queued up there? We got some cool music for our special guest for the evening because he's a big Aerosmith fan. Well, we're going to play some Leonard Skinner first. How oh, about that? Leonard Skinner. Fine. Okay, then. Uh, simple Man. How's that sound? That's Jane, good... you're a simple man, right? I am. That's it. We're simple car guys. Hey, you're tuning into Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back. We got two more special guests coming this evening. This is Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars. We all love to eat. Well, I would like to tell you about my friends at the Rib Shack Barbecue on West Bay Drive in downtown Largo. Their menu offers family-sized takeout dinners like delicious ribs, chicken, beef, and pork. 
or sit-down barbecue dinners, sandwiches, and even desserts. They will also cater your party. Everything is barbecued fresh using real oak for that great smoky flavor. So visit my friends Corey, Jed, and Kurt at the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 600 West Bay Drive, or call them for a takeout order at 727-501-9090. That's 727-501-9090. They truly have the best smoking barbecue in town. Oh, and be sure and check out their great barbecue sauce. That's the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 727-501-9090. I'm telling Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Car sent you. Hey listeners, this is Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Frustrated looking for car shows? Want the latest in automotive news? How about videos and podcasts? Well, check out Speed Culture, the comprehensive automotive app now available on Google Play and the App Store. Speed Culture brings you motorsports event listings based on your current location. Speed Culture also brings you the latest news feeds, videos, podcasts, and more. Speed Culture, the automotive enthusiast mobile app. For more information, check out speedcultureapp.com and download it today. This is Robert from Nostalgic Video and Cars, here to tell you about Bellador's Pizza and Pasta, where the food is fresh, the sauce homemade, and the price is fantastic. They offer Chicago-style stuffed crust pizza, New York-style pizza, calzones, strombolis, pasta entrees, beer wine, and great desserts. They even make their bread fresh daily. Hey, they offer catering, and any order over 10 bucks, free delivery. So give them a call at 727-581-5000. Place your order now. They're located at 131 Clearwater Lager Road near downtown Largo. Or visit their website, belladorspizza.com. Hi, I'm Dennis Gage from My Classic Car, and you're listening to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Okay, we're back, and you're tuning in to Nostalgic Radio and Cars, and uh, guess what? i got to pop my headphones off and put my eyeballs on because I can't see. But anyway, I think it's time for, uh, to introduce our next guest on. Now, let me tell you what's going on this weekend. We just had Gene Tesson on from uh, Garage One, and he's got his really super cool magic speedwax. So we're going to have him on again in the future. But this weekend, what's going on is the All Ford Show at Silver Springs. Now, this is like a Ford tradition at National Parts Depot for the last 20-some-odd years. I think this is the 22nd one. But anyway, I'm delighted to welcome to the show this evening the co-founder of National Parts Depot in our own backyard, Rick Schmidt. Rick, are you there? I'm here. I'm here, Robert. Hey, how you doing, buddy? What's going on? I'm doing great. You know what I like, and I'm not going to give out any other information, but uh, in your phone number, you got probably the coolest, most iconic three numbers. If you want to reveal them, you can. But anybody that knows anything about Ford <laughs> would say, yeah. And I'm not talking 3673, which I used to have that at the end of my number, which is Ford. But you got the other three most important, most significant, most iconic numbers in the whole Ford history, I think. Wouldn't you say? I, I, I've got a, I've got an iconic big block, and then I've got the uh, after that the uh, date of the very first new car that I bought with my own money. Oh, okay, that's what the other four days were. <laughs> very good. So anyway, welcome to Nostalgic Radio and Cars, and uh, tell us about uh, Silver Springs and the All Ford Show. Well, it, it, it's going to be our twenty-first annual. That's how long it's been going on. The show was actually started by a uh, group of uh, Mustang clubbers down the Mid Florida Mustang uh, group in Orlando. And uh, I visited, I can't remember exactly, the second or the third year of the show uh, in its early beginnings and was struck by what a fantastic venue Silver Springs was for a show um, juxtaposed against what was a very, very, uh, what I thought, uh, disappointing uh, participation in the show. There, There couldn't have been 60 or 70 cars there when I went. So I approached them, and I approached the management of Silver Springs at that time, which has changed hands several times since, and uh, told them, hey, you know, if, if, maybe if we partner up, 
I can cover the expenses so that you can make the registration free to the participants. And Silver Springs liked the idea because the more participants and the more cars they got in the show, the more uh, food and ice cream and beverages that they could sell. So we all kind of teamed together on this idea of doing a free show. And And the very next year, the show more than doubled. And then the next year after that, the show doubled again to the point where it was really getting overwhelming for the founders of the show. And I started picking up this piece of the administration and that piece of the administration. And I think literally seven or eight years into the show, NPD was running the whole entire show. And, and ever since then, it's just been kind of our, our little gift back to the hobby, trying to, uh, we've, we've changed up the approach a little bit, but basically if you've got a classic, if you've got a, for the Ford show, if your car is a 1993 or older, and you pre-register for the show, uh, we, we let you in for free. It's on us. And everybody who's 1994 and newer uh, or did not pre-register, it's a very, very minimal, modest uh, $10 fee to enter the show. Super. Now, um, I noticed that it's this Saturday, the 9th, but if, in the past, hasn't it been two days? In the past, it has been two days. But quite honestly, I'm, I'm just ty- tired of, uh, of, of fighting the trend People are having a harder and harder time to justify the expense of uh, of uh, two day event over the weekend in Ocala. Two days for a two day show, so our Sunday um, participation just kept it dwindling. And you know the the real reason that it was a two day show way back when was because we had to hand count the ballots, and there, the show was so large there was no way that you could hand count the ballots and actually present trophies at the end of the day. I literally had people hand-counting ballots through the night after the Saturday show just so that we could have uh, some results to hand out trophies on Sunday. But uh, probably uh, five or six years ago, my uh, chief IT guy wrote a program for counting the ballots, and we do it all on computer now, and it goes really, really fast. So now now all of a sudden it just popped to my mind, why are we doing this two-day when we can just do it all in one day, make one big solid show instead of splitting it into two days? And uh, that's why we made that decision. I think it will be popular with everybody. It will, you know, get in, get out, have a big, you know, fantastic time, but nobody has to pay for hotel rooms and all that other stuff. No, I think that'll work. Now, let me ask you this. Now, on Fridays, you used to do like a cruise or something like that. Are they still going to hold that tradition? Yeah, we still do that tradition. That was uh, begun by uh, Mustang Monthly, and we're still doing it today. It's called the Pony Trails. Uh, uh, cars start showing up as early as 7.30, 8 a.m. in the morning, Friday at the uh, National Parks Depot parking lot. They're right on the interstate in Ocala, and uh, we do a driver's meeting at 9.45, and then we get a police escort out of town at 10 a.m. and drive out to Cedar Key. It's a very leisurely, beautiful, beautiful cruise, and uh, and once we get to Cedar Key, we all split up, and uh, everybody runs to the different great seafood restaurants that are out on the pier there on Cedar Key, and we have a nice lunch. And then uh, some people stay in shop and wander around the town. Others just go right back to uh, to, to, to NBD to continue to browse our collection because we keep our car collection open most of the day. It's about 200 vehicles back there, and uh, and that's what that's all about. Excellent. Now, how many people, John, participate in the uh, pony trails? Um, for the la- for for many years, we've been averaging uh, consistently between 120, 150 cars on the pony trails. That's a lot of cars, Rick. Yeah, that's why I need the police to get us out of town. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. 
Well, excellent. All right, so you're going to have, what, close to 1,000 cars at Silver Springs? Uh, it, it fluctuates. I've got close to 1,000 pre-registered, and uh, weather permitting, they'll all, they'll all show up and we'll have day ofs as well. But it's a, it's a big show. It'll, you know, It's a hard show just for uh, as a participant. It's a, it's a participant choice. We have uh, you know uh, people's choice ballots. And it's a job in itself just to go through all the cars to fill out the ballot. So that's true. But I like the I like the fact that it's just a People's Choice Award, which is kind of good. You know, that way nobody gets yeah. personally offended or anything because a judge. Yeah, is I just... hope not. You know, the, uh, I, I I hate to say that in the past I have I have uh, caught uh, groups of people and certain clubs colluding to stuff the ballot box to uh, to uh, make. Uh, a bunch of their club members win. You know something's up when all of a sudden there's a, a there's a strange choice for the winner of a big class, and then I go through the ballots hand by you know one by one, you know over a thousand ballots. Next thing you know, I've got a stack of thirty ballots that were filled out by the same person that have the same identical choices on it and handwriting. <laughs> I've I've busted some people. I wrote my letters and I had my rant, and I haven't had much fraud since. <laughs> and I, I do review all of the results and make sure that they look legitimate and that there's nothing fishy going on. That's 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 good. That keeps it honest. Very good. Now let yeah. me ask you this: what's uh, what's the latest greatest over at National Parts Depot? What do you got out there now? What what are some of your specials? Oh. And Holy uh, cow. we've been uh, we've been doing uh, we've been doing a whole bunch of uh, work on new uh, catalogs, new projects for for the Saturday show for the week for for that day. If you participate in the event and you have an armband, uh, you can get a ten percent discount both uh, order if you order parts. Uh, on the grounds at Silver Springs, or if you, uh, after the show, head over to our store and buy parts, we've got a 10% show discount. And uh, and at NPD, we just launched a brand new uh, Cougar catalog for 67 to 73 Cougar owners. Uh, we're within months of uh, expanding our Mustang lineup to include SN95 platform cars, which is 1994 to 2004. Uh, we're about one year into our Chevy trucks. Uh, which is the C and K series, the full-size Chevys, uh, 1947 uh, uh, all the way up through 98. Um, it's been it's been a flurry. I've, uh, we've we've been working hard the last couple of years, so lots of new stuff. So it's going good. Excellent, excellent. Now, just out of curiosity, where do you see the trend going? <laughs> I don't know, Robert. That's no. <laughs> I, see, I see it. I see it going everywhere. You know, um, the uh, I think the resto mod uh, trend is still very strong because so many cars that back in the '80s and '90s, and, and I don't want people to take this the wrong way because because it's 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 all good, but a lot of cars that got overlooked because they were six cylinders originally. Or because they didn't have good, uh, you know, good options or good uh, uh, attractive paint combinations originally. A lot of those cars got overlooked, and then you know, actually, just got kind of got relegated to parts cars or parked in backyards and got rusty. A lot, and now there's a very limited inventory of project cars you've left out there, and a lot of them are those types of cars that people turn their nose up at in the '80s and '90s. So I think that's really what drives so much of the rest of mod movement is that people are picking up these cars. The original equipment and the original colors are nothing that they're interested in going back to. So they just look at it as a blank sheet, a blank canvas, and go at it. Um, 
But there's also still all those great, you know, highly optioned, uh, performance-engined, great colors. There's there's those iconic muscle cars and and classics out there that people really want to get right and really want to restore back to original. So it's all going on at once. And then there's the people in the middle who can't, who don't want a car that's restored to such a level that they can drive it and enjoy it, but aren't really interested in the rest of the thing. And, uh, you know, they just want to, they want to travel back in time. They want a time machine to where they turn the key and this is what it felt like to drive the car back then. So I've, our customers are doing all of the above, and I can't tell you that one trend's growing uh, faster than the other. I, I just caution people that a lot of cars are on their third and fourth restorations. They've been rebuilt by sometimes amateurs three or four times over, and they're so cobbled up that people have this false opinion that stock steering can't be good because it's not good on their car and that the stock brakes couldn't possibly good because it's not good on their car. A lot of it's just because their cars are just cobbled beyond belief. Uh, if you drive an original bone stock, never modified low mile original Mustang or Camaro or Chevelle, they drive beautiful. A stock car can drive great. You just got to have it dialed in and you just got to do it right. And some of these cars, I wish people would just you know, give the original engineering a chance before they start throwing out the baby with the bathwater and going four-wheel disc all around in a steering rack and chopping out shock towers. And it's not necessarily necessary. If you want to go that way and you really want the car to try to perform like a modern car, we've got the parts to do that. But but uh, I, I keep telling people, uh, you know, a stock car can still be a real pleasure to drive. You just have to dial it in. Well, you know, that's well put, and I'm uh, me being old school, I kind of like that a lot myself. That's kind of the way I would keep it. Now, uh, why don't you go ahead and plug uh, National Parts Depot one more time, and then... Uh, well, um, regarding the show details, or National yeah. Parts Depot in general... Everything in general, yeah, w- people want to... Yeah, www.nationalpartsdepot.com. Uh, go to our website, you'll find all the information on the shows, you'll find all of the uh, different car lines and catalogs that we have to offer. Uh, we're right up in Ocala, right off the interstate at uh, 900 Southwest 38th Avenue. Um, just Google NPD and car parts, and you'll you'll find us. Toll free numbers. We're open all the time, and uh, and we've got 360,000 square feet of in stock parts up there. So, for all your local listeners or anybody in the Central Florida, you can save yourself a ton of freight and actually see what you're buying before you buy it by coming up to us instead of playing the the eBay game or the you know, buy it from uh, a drop shipper from, uh, you know, 10 states away and then hope and pray that you get it all in one box within a month or a week. That's true. That's true. We, this is a two-hour drive up there, and you can have a lot of fun on the way up there. Rick, I want to thank yeah. you very much for taking a few minutes and hanging out with us here. We look forward to seeing you this weekend at the All Ford Show, Silver Springs, sponsored by NPD and our good friends, everybody at uh, NPD. So, Rick, uh, I look forward to seeing you this weekend. Oh, yeah, yeah. I will definitely see you, Robert. I'll probably have a beer in my hand. Okay, we'll save an extra one for me. I was, uh, what, do you, what do you drink? I hope you're a yingling drinker. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I actually used to know the next-door neighbor to the founders of the yingling. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, good. Yeah. All right. Well, you know where to find us. All right. Well, very good. I want to thank Rick for coming on our show. Don't forget to check out the website, National Parts Depot. Rick, we'll see you. Okay, take care, Robert. Thanks. See you. All right, Bobby, what do you got queued up for us? Well, we got some Aerosmith this time, like we've all been waiting for. Jane yeah. kept a rolling. All night long. Okay, good. And we got our guest on the line, so we'll go to a song, a little uh, 
commercial, and we'll be right back. Don't touch that dial. You're tuned into Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Hey, this is Chip Foos, and you're listening to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Rock on. All right, we're back, and you're tuning into Nostalgic Radio and Cars, and uh, we've had a number of really uh, interesting guests. We had uh, Gene. Uh, Gene's still here from uh, Garage One. How you doing? Say hi, Gene. Hey, hello. Okay. And we had Rich Midon from uh, National Parts Depot. And now we're going to zip all the way, about 2,500 miles west of us, and we're going to go all the way to Arizona, and I'm delighted to welcome to my show this evening because in two weeks is Scottsdale Car Week. And I'm delighted to welcome to the show today the consignment director for Russo and Steel, my good friend John Bemis. John, are you there? Yes, I am, Robert. Thanks for having me on. How are you? Pretty good. So uh, how's the weather out in Arizona right now? It's a little grumpy today, actually. We've got uh, our seven-year El Nino, El Nino coming through, so we've been getting some rain for the last couple of days. But other than that, it's uh, you know typical Arizona weather in the 70s. Wow. Okay. Well, we look forward to it. But it, and it's nice and dry out there, right? It's a dry heat and a dry cold. <laughs> Normally it is. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna get it out of our system now and and then be beautiful in a couple of weeks. Super. Well, okay. Now tell us about Russo and Steel. You got some pretty cool cars lined up. Well, this is this is a, a great year so far. Uh, that we're we're way ahead of our car count uh, from last year. Uh, the quality is way up. Uh, the the saleability is way up. We've got a little bit of something for everybody this year, all the way going back to you know a collection of uh, model T's that we have this year. Uh, so something for every every decade, uh, uh, just a, a little bit of the best of the best. So whatever you're interested in, we're going to have it. I, that that I'm sure of. Do you do you uh, sense a trend? Um, yes, uh, the, the trend is, is starting to, to come back. The strength in, in, in the American car market is really starting to show its uh, show its strength. Uh, we're, we're seeing a lot more movement in uh, you know, really collectible uh, American muscle. Uh, it's, it's starting to, to, to come back strong again, and you can see that in the inventory that we have in, in our Mopar uh, uh, collection this year. We've got a, a, a multitude of, of Mopars, a lot of Hemi cars. We've got a a collection out of Sweden of, of six Mopars that are just spectacular examples, all, all no reserve. Uh, uh, L88 Corvette that is just the finest example in existence, um, all the way down to, you know, we're, we're featuring uh, some of the, uh, the new market trend, if you will, is going back to originality. 
this has really become a hot uh, a hotbed in the uh, in the collector car market, whether it's European sports or the American muscle. The original cars have really, really caught on. Uh, one of the featured cars of, of, of this year, Scottsdale, is a is a seventy W thirty that we have, which on its own, without being a completely one hundred percent original car, is, is a one of one four speed red black convertible with all the factory documentation you could possibly imagine. It's truly uh, of the holy grail of, of the Oldsmobile world. Um, th- this type of market right now is really, really coming on strong. There's a lot of big collectors uh, that are that are collecting nothing but uh, original cars. They're they're paying uh, a huge, huge premium for them, and and with the methodology of, hey, you know, you can you can buy it, you can find a great car, you can restore it to the nines, you can have you know the best one out there, but it's only original ones. And I know that that sounds a little strange, but it's really caught on. There's a, there's a fire burning right there. So it, it, that's a big movement. Would you say, when you say original cars, now are you talking original as opposed to, let's say, like barn finds? Yeah. I, when, you, when you're talking about original versus barn finds, I mean, a barn find can be an original car also. But when you, when you go to a car show and you've got a truly great original car, usually the question comes up, you know, surely this is an original car. When was it restored? And you, you, you look people in the eye and you go, "Well, no, this is an original car. It's never been painted. It's never been touched." And there, and there's this awe factor involved. Where a barn find is, you know, the question kind of comes up. Well, you know, why didn't you restore it? Or why, you know, why does it look this way? Why is it, you know, why is this mirror hanging off? That's sort of the difference between how I look at a barn find versus a, a truly collectible original car. Now, as far as um, the foreign cars, what uh, in the foreign car world, what seems to be uh, setting the trends this year? Is it still Porsches? Uh, Porsches are Porsches are strong. I mean, everything is all the European stuff has has sort of leveled out, um, and and I get this question a lot. People ask, you know, is the market down? Is it you know is it a bubble? Is this you know none of the above? You know, we we saw a growth in the European sports car market that was that we haven't seen in probably 30 years since the last Ferrari explosion in the late 80s. Um, that didn't turn out well. Um, as we all know, that was a, that was a, definitely a bubble and was all on speculation. This, however, is uh, a, ver- a very strong marketplace. It was driven by collectors. Uh, it, w- it wasn't driven by speculation or flippers. Uh, the, what we're seeing now is the best-case scenario where, you know, coming into Monterey, there was a lot of, there was a lot of blue sky painted into the uh, equation in terms of uh, estimates on these cars. Where, you know, for example, a Mercedes-Benz 300 SL Goldwing, you know, was a you know million four car, a million four, million five car, uh, with estimates painted in at uh, you know a million six to a million eight. And people go, well, hey, listen, I, I, I'm a buyer at a million four, but I'm I'm not paying a million six or a million eight. And so the pushback, you know, you know, sort of started there and continued forward to where. You know, people who sold who wanted to sell their car at, at really the market value of post pre Monterey uh, were selling their cars, and the guys that you know were wanting the blue sky still have them. Um, so that's led to a, a, a leveling out in the marketplace versus a, a burst in a bubble or a crash, which I think is is the best of all all worlds here. So we're we're prices that are still at the very top of the market at. You know, cash and keys are trading hand trading hands pretty regularly, and it's not uh, it, it, it's not in a in a dangerous place where 
you know, uh, the market's going to crash because you don't have speculators that are owning these cars. You have real collectors that have the ability to hold on to them for as long as, as they want to. So I think it's a really good place to be. Well, it's funny you mentioned that, too, because my next question would have been, you know, give us the profile. And you pretty much answered that by saying that, you know, you have true collectors, you don't have flippers, and the money on the car, and, and you referenced the pushback. And, and, I, and on the Mercedes, I can agree with you because I appraised the 300 SL here about uh, a year ago, and I put it probably at the top of the market earlier this year because Scottsdale, and correct me if I'm wrong, the Scottsdale Collector Car Auction Week sets the tone kind of like for the whole year in terms of where the whole collector car market's going to go. Is that a fair statement? Yeah, that that's really been the case for the last 20 years. Um, recently, the last couple of years, with, with the explosion of the, the, the foreign car, the, the European car market, you know, Monterey's been setting the pace. Um, but, the, it, it, you know, it's always been that Scottsdale sets the pace for the year. You get a little bit of a lull after Scottsdale, and then Monterey sort of solidifies those numbers. Um, now it's been, uh, particularly in the European market, uh, Scottsdale you know, set world records, and then Monterey came right back around again and crashed them. Uh, you know, I think that that leveling is going to go. You know, we're going to we're going to go back to where we were three years ago, where the American inventory is really starting to have a nice, you know, a nice little growth, and the the le- the, the sale of those cars is going to is going to sort of take the, the, the spotlight away from some of these European uh, cars that have been breaking these huge, you know, $25, $35 million uh, uh, headlines. Years ago, him and I think you have a, a Barracuda or a, a Cuda convertible. Years ago, those cars were in a 2 $3 million uh, range. Where are they today? Well, it, you know, the 70s are a little different animal than the 71s. We sold the, the white 70 uh, in 2011. Um, at a time when when the market was just in horrible shape, and uh, you know everybody thought we were crazy with our estimate, you know of of uh, a million five to two, and the car did uh, you know a million seven five, um, and I think that anybody that has one of those cars in their collection would love to get that car back at that number today. Honestly, the, I, I think the number you'll see post Scottsdale this year, you know for for a seventy one. Uh, Ragtop, you're probably looking at closer to uh, four, uh, and for the '70s, you're probably looking at two and a half, maybe a little stronger than that. Uh, what we're dealing with right now is a lot of what I call pent-up money. You know, the guys that have the capabilities of buying a twenty-five million dollar Nart Spider, uh, you know, are, are, are not much different than the guys here in the U.S. Uh, or abroad that, that dig Hemi cars that just don't, they aren't Ferrari guys, but they're they're certainly as wealthy and, and have as much uh, horsepower. So those guys are looking for, uh, you know, a very select uh, group of cars that fit that niche. And, and there's not that many of them in the, in the American inventory, if you really think about it. What is there? The Hemi cars, you've got you know, some LS6 convertibles, you've got L88s, you've got... Um, you know, again, you know, some of the W30 type stuff, but there's not that many cars that, that you're going to have, you know, a guy's going to invest, you know, several million dollars in. Um, we just don't, we don't have that depth yet, and I think the guys that have the capabilities of buying those cars right now are going to scoop up all the good ones. It's already happening. 
Excellent. You're right. You're right about that. Now, tell us a little bit more about. We got a few minutes left. Tell us about Russo and Steel. You got three auctions, right? You got Newport, Russo, uh, or four, right? You got Newport, Vegas, Monterey, and Scottsdale, correct? We have we we, we had three in, in 2015. We let Vegas go. We do, oh, okay. we do Scottsdale, of course, coming up. And by the way, it's it's a week later this year. So, for all of your listeners, it's the 27th through the 31st this year. Uh, there were some things taking place in Scottsdale that that pushed it back, but nevertheless. So we do January, we do Newport Beach in June, and then we do Monterey in August. We're at, we're currently uh, uh, looking at two different uh, uh, event sites, uh, different parts of the country that we're going to be releasing in two thousand and uh, this year, two thousand and sixteen. So we'll have a total of five, but currently three. Um, this this year's uh, Scottsdale will be comprised of uh, five total days. With the first day Wednesday, uh, the twenty seventh, uh, being a day of preview. And then we start selling cars uh, on Thursday and run through Sunday, the 31st. Um, so when you when you get to Scottsdale, we're, we're the same place we've been for the last 15 years, right on the, the 101 on Scottsdale Road. Um, and gates open at 9. Uh, general admission is uh, the same as it has been, 25 bucks. Um, so it, it, you, you want to come down and see an absolute uh, a, a, a group of cars that is so diverse, and so high level, you'll just go, "Wow, this is crazy!" And this is why we've we've really carved our niche here in in, in Scottsdale amongst the Goodings and the RMs and, and the Barretts. We're that we're that middle ground. We're you know we're not Barrett Jackson where we're you know selling the no reserve cars uh, that are you know just kind of and don't take this the wrong way, kind of just thrown together so they look good on the auction block. This is serious inventory for serious astute buyers. So. We're, we're pretty pleased about how things have come together. Super. All right. Hey, John, I want to thank you very much for coming on the show this evening. One more time, I've got John Bemis on, real good friend of mine. He's the consignment coordinator and director for Russo and Steel. Check out their website, RussoandSteel.com. John, thank you very much for coming on Nostalgic Radio Cars this evening. Gene, I want to thank you very much for coming on the show this evening from Garage One. Say goodbye to everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Okay. And I want to thank Rich Schmidt. Don't forget this weekend, National Parts Depot. Silver Springs. In the meantime, everybody, stay safe, drive carefully, love your family. I don't mean to be telling tales out of school, but there's a fella in there who'll pay you $10 if you sing into his can. Downtown Dave. I'm not here to make a record, you dumb cracker. They broadcast me out on the radio. WTAN, Clearwater, Tampa Bay. WDTF, Dade City, Tampa Bay. WZHR, Zephyr Hills, Tampa Bay. Listen. You dumb cracker. Oh,